0: Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast.
1: I'm Sampy. And I'm Christy, and we're back to recap Katie's season of The Bachelorette.
0: Oh boy, we are back everyone for a drama-filled episode 9, The Hometowns.
1: Yes, you're not kidding about drama. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this on the show before.
0: Oh, it was a roller coaster of massive proportions that left the internet divided.
1: Yes, I wonder if we'll be divided.
0: Oh boy. Well, I I have some things to say. Uh, but let's let's get right into it. Into the hometowns which we had Blake first, right? or did we have justin first we had had blake Blake first First. so can i just say how this was essentially exactly the same as last season's so what was it uh serena was yeah i believe so yes Serena P I, mean, was, I think I was exactly literally exactly the same. They walk into the room and there's the Canadian ha- flag hanging on the wall and there's like hockey stuff and all this I mean they
1: probably reused the same props. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's still a bubble season.
0: Though they did they did bring in a lot of inflatable like kids r- Kids rides, like bouncy house type things this episode, yes, there was like <laughs> this
1: mechanical moose which I'd never seen that before um-hmm, um,
0: yeah, I think they had like a i think they had some sort of a promotional thing with some bouncy castle company because there there were
1: yeah, there was a, one later hand,
0: there was a handful of things that <laughs> that made its way through. Um, they also oh, drank
1: man. maple syrup out of wine glasses. I don't know if this what? is a Canadian thing or not. But... Well, I
0: I have done this before. Out of a wine glass? Not out of a wine glass, but out of a glass.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: <laughs> Look, before people start coming at me, all right? I was born and raised in Vermont. As much as people think of Canada as being the maple syrup capital, Vermont is actually the legitimate Mm. maple syrup (laughs) capital, okay? And also, we didn't have the humiliating embarrassment of having millions and millions of dollars of maple syrup stolen in a giant maple syrup heist, which is something that Canada cannot say. So, Vermont is the best. (laughs) Anyway... Uh, yeah no I have I've uh, I've drank maple syrup before. <laughs> I must say it is
1: one of the less gross things contestants have had to consume on the show.
0: Well, that's true. Um, and of course, which I didn't understand it totally because he had this whole thing about right because they it was sort of. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, we're out of ideas. Uh, Blake at one point in his life was a bartender for six months. Let's just do this at the bar of the resort. Works work? Oh, okay, yeah, might yeah, as yeah, well let's just do that. Uh, because it was just, it's so funny because he's like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I never told you this, but I was a bartender, and then he goes behind the bar and literally just pours maple syrup into these wine glasses he didn't even he didn't even make some sort of like mixed drink or something which i i feel like there there's definitely gotta be some sort of range of alcoholic beverages that include maple syrup in them but no it was just straight maple syrup which again fabulous but still kind of like what's the point with the whole bartending thing then which he also, uh, I don't know if you wanted to bring this up or not, but he was
1: like, "I actually like use it for sex as well." <laughs> I feel like that was something he like. I didn't need to know that. Like, you you could have left that <laughs> really? out. Really?
0: <laughs> yeah. See, I I would also keep maple syrup like by my bedside but it would just be for random drinking
1: (laughs) (laughs) even that's a little weird i have to say (laughs) you
0: don't you don't know you're not from the north okay that's true you don't you don't know what it's like (laughs)
1: Uh, katie also says it's a possibility that she'd move to canada do you believe her um no (laughs) i mean (sighs) i am unconvinced but i guess if they if she if he is the one she picks i guess we'll see
0: yeah i i mean i wouldn't be surprised if she picked him i just and i'll talk about this more later but i feel like and this probably isn't her intention or maybe it's not her intention i don't know but it seems like she just at some level despite her protestations that right, she's sex positive and she's here to find a husband. At the same time, she kind of plays hard to get, right? Whereas you'll be in a situation like this, and she'll be like, "You want
1: to? Will you move to Canada?" And be like, mm, "Maybe." She seems really preoccupied with not showing her cards. Yeah, which,
0: and again, I I have something to talk about with that later, but um, yeah, that's kind of strange. So basically, just sort of, I mean, you know, they threw, you know, they played darts a little bit, which I again sort of I think goes to show some of his his headspace. But he was saying how like. He's like every was it friday or saturday he's like every like basically like every week he was saying he goes to the bar and plays darts which is not necessarily something that i would want in a partner
1: i think i missed that he went that often
0: <laughs> i that seemed to be what he was implying but mm. i don't know what I, what do i know and then of course right they they had to play hockey on the street loosely in air quotes worst (laughs) slap shot i've ever seen in my entire life uh and as you mentioned they had the mechanical moose which was in that sort of bouncy castle type thing all in all pretty boring
1: yep another typical COVID date Mm -hmm. and then of course
0: typical greg he gets a glimpse of them Allegedly.
1: Yeah, I am not, catches a glimpse I'm not of them. convinced he actually saw them. Because, <laughs> like, all the sound bites we heard of him saying that he saw them were all, like, not seeing his face say the word, so they could have easily, like, spliced together.
0: Oh, 100%. Stuff. I, I'm, I know the producers were like, this will play well. Like, we, oh, Greg's sad. Let's just have him see their date, even if he had yeah. a, It. It very easily is possible that it did not happen based on the footage we we yeah. saw but who knows so
1: what about this whole night portion yeah time to meet the family he meets or she meets blake's mom his sister and i think there was one other person but i don't remember who that was
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, because a couple of his sisters couldn't make it.
1: Yeah. Um, the mom wonders if this is just infatuation. Which, mm. yes, it is. But <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, dang. we're not going to say that. <laughs> uh, I actually liked his mom a lot. She was really realistic. She was like, hey, there's other guys he- here. Where are you at with them?
0: <laughs>
1: and Katie has to kind of, like, fumble around. And it's like, well... We haven't said we love each other yet. Mom wonders if, Blake arriving late is to blame for that. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think it is. I'd say no. Mm
0: -mm. (laughs) Nope. Uh, Yeah, and then, of course, sappy. Just a lot of sappy stuff. A lot of things that made me very uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, his (laughs) sister kind of roasted him a bit saying like, oh, you said you were in love with Claire and then Taysha. and now you're in love with Katie. How can you be sure?
0: He is in love with anybody he can have sex with potentially.
1: (laughs) He says, I feel it way more today than last week, which I thought was an odd quote. I mean, that's just all you want. Yes, and also (laughs) earlier, I forgot to mention this. He also said, I need to be as vulnerable as I can with the feeling of love. (laughs) (laughs) which totally sounded like
0: a a situation that you're in when you're trying to write a school assignment and you're trying to hit a thousand (laughs) words or five or whatever and you're just like therefore because of the reason that i did or did not do this (laughs) that just kind of it's reminded yeah, me of that because it's just like, are you really, are you really actually, are you for real right now? Like <laughs> you're just, <Yeah. laughs> what you're saying makes no sense. Um, yeah, and I mean, I guess you know, I guess he could see himself marrying her, or I, uh, I guess at the very least, proposing to yeah. her. Uh, and then you know generic oh let's play street hockey with the family outside
1: bonding yay blah yep and then when he's when it's time yeah. to say goodbye at the suv Blake says i feel so good about you so he does not say no he's he in didn't love with they you.
0: they wanted they wanted him to uh to be brave and tell her how he allegedly feels but he couldn't do it
1: no he's not there yet <laughs>
0: no 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 he's he's not there yet (laughs) anything else we missed i feel like it was pretty just that's it so then poor justin justin (laughs) justin 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 is a classic case of just like fake it till you make it
1: (laughs) yeah he has no shot (laughs) he's only here by default because michael left like
0: He's literally, like, he's only survived this long because he didn't create a lot of drama.
1: Yeah, and on top of all that, his parents can't even come, which... Well,
0: can't come or won't come.
1: Uh, I don't know. His parents didn't give a reason. He was on the phone with them saying, oh, I wish you guys could be here, but honestly... It, it's... it just didn't seem
0: like they were happy with the idea no. of him being
1: on the show. sound like they didn't want to be on TV, which I don't really blame them for that. <laughs> but also, since he has no shot, it wasn't worth his parents coming to start with.
0: Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts a little bit, Christy.
1: Hey, I'm just telling it like I see
0: it. Oh, man. Yeah, so instead, he he's gonna have a couple friends come. But again, like before you, you even get there, there's just like the, oh, we're, we're on COVID, so we can't go to your hometown, so we're just going to bring in a couple things that
1: vaguely remind you of your town. <laughs> yeah, so he's from Baltimore, which I was like, oh, what are they going to do to represent Baltimore? And I was... Were you satisfied? Not really, but what can you really do when you're in the middle of a desert? Because Baltimore is on the harbor so there was not an ounce of water anywhere here they brought in like this baltimore sign
0: yeah they made they made a a welcome to baltimore sign hastily i'm sure
1: and there was also a horse-drawn carriage which i
0: didn't see what
1: that had to do with baltimore at all
0: (laughs) yeah i didn't i wasn't aware that was like i (laughs) would i would have associated that with New York yeah, City or something yeah. like that before before I ever associated it with Baltimore.
1: Yes, they did get one <laughs> thing right with the crabs, at least.
0: Mm-hmm. Which, again, I don't know if I would have wanted to eat any food. Nope.
1: there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just given the whole production schedule. Not a chance.
1: Even Katie didn't look too, super thrilled.
0: Ugh. Yeah, I and mean, she <laughs> just used to say something since she she tried to eat that clam. Remember? Oh, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. And then he just has to he has to break the news. Sad, yeah. terrible, sad news. Uh, which, but he has a couple friends, you know, and they just they they've known they know every bit everything about him, you know. He they're r- they're ride or die. He's he's known them forever.
1: Yep. I don't remember his friends' names. I just have them written nope. down. his friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the
0: the the funny thing from this date for me was his the friend of his with the beard was talking to him. You know, you know, there's one-on-one conversation, and you know, have like have you like, have you guys said that you love each other? And he's like, no, no, we haven't. But, like, there's still, like, there's there's time. And <laughs> Fred is like, there are two weeks left, which is, which is actually, like, more time than what they actually have, right? Yeah, it's not two more weeks of filming at this point.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just laughed so hard at that because, like, yeah, you literally, dude. This is your last weird. shot. You, you have you got nothing going. Literally, the only the only way, and it you, you still might not even come out ahead if this happens. But like the only way things are gonna go well for you is if Blake also gets irritated and leaves as well. <laughs> he's just left by default. Oh, that'd be so funny. And he's just the only one left. How sad. <laughs>
1: Katie also says it has been a slow progression with them, which that's not what you want to hear from the lead. That means you're behind mm-hmm. everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, they, they can get there, Christy. I mean, Justin did say at the end that he says he's falling in love, but it really seemed like he had to eke it out, like it was a struggle.
0: <sighs> yeah, a lot of just... Mm. Yeah, in my opinion, didn't go particularly well.
1: Nope, but somebody <laughs> somebody else had it worse.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, because we're headed to Jersey, guys. <laughs> that was a terrible approximation of anything <laughs> remotely Jersey. Again, why? why would the eating things like
1: yeah Greg just don't Uh, yeah I mean I guess that's all they can really do is to go for the food aspect of these places yeah they eat pork Uh, sandwiches Italian ice
0: well you got you can't forget to mention that they were riding around on a tandem bicycle Mm, yep which is that really a New Jersey thing I, don't I doubt it. They just had one in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you know what? You know what reminds me of Jersey? Tandem bicycles. I'm sure we'll get some comment about this. Like, uh-huh. tandem bicycles were actually invented in New Jersey? Mm, yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, our listeners don't care that much about facts. But, yeah, I just—we'll get to these thoughts later, but, yeah, brings—finally brings her (laughs) to—brings her to a tennis court to play basketball, because they don't have a basketball (laughs) court at the resort. That did look funny. But Greg used to play basketball with his dad, and so he wanted to play basketball with Katie, because on their first date— she took him on a date fishing which was something that she did a lot with her dad who also passed away so it's like we're both half orphans we have this in common that sort of thing um talk to me about the rain
1: (laughs) he i guess he wanted to reprise their one-on-one date so he like stops his fingers and all of a sudden it starts raining in heavy air quotes
0: Apparently apparently he thought the whole um I guess maybe you could consider it to be like a like the notebook type scene, right? Yeah. Like the rom com. I don't know if like Sleepless in Seattle had a kissing in the rain scene or not, but um Yeah. <laughs> Starts pouring again as they make out. It wasn't
1: quite as impressive as the first time, I have to say.
0: Well, I think that was influenced by the time of day as well, because there was, there was so much light, whereas it was nighttime the previous time, and so it was very visible. Um, and she's like, "Wow, it rain it rains in Jersey. It's like <laughs> basically rains everywhere and he's like And he was like, "Sometimes oh, man, unbelievable."
1: So time to meet the family. Oh boy. So we have his mom, his brother, and a friend of his. His sisters couldn't be there, but they sent a video talking about how much they miss him. And.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is a little weird. Nobody should like their siblings <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of just, a lot of confidence, a lot of just surety yeah. of the future. Um.
1: Katie tells his yeah. mom that Greg will be here next week, which that right there is unheard of. The leads never say stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. The, yeah, well, she even said, I think, that she wasn't supposed to say it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, which is, that's how strong these which two is are. Of, which is kind of funny, given how, like, okay, you're not supposed to stay, say it, but the viewers are going to see that in, like, ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of just, man, I... Yeah, a lot of, like, vulnerability, a lot of love.
1: Yep, everything seems to be going great.
0: But then... Dun, dun, dun.
1: Yeah, this fateful conversation. Like, Greg starts talking about how he hasn't been this vulnerable with anyone, that Katie has filled the hole in his heart that his dad left. Says, I'm in love with you. And Katie's response changes the course of this entire episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or perhaps lack of response as well.
1: She says, (laughs) I just love looking at you. (laughs) Which, okay.
0: In case any of our listeners have zero social awareness whatsoever that is not equal to saying that you like someone no. there is no there is no equivalency here whatsoever it is not a good idea to respond to i love you with i love looking at your face <laughs>
1: Yeah, this did not go over well with Greg. No, he did not like that. Yeah, and Katie notices that he's kind of looking dejected and um, then Greg starts saying, why do you think this is hard for me? He really starts probing her. Says he doesn't understand how she doesn't know at this point. And then they kind of start going back and forth. Katie says it's hard to meet other people's families, which that was interesting because is she talking about justin (laughs) um we may never know yeah and he also says why can't you share with me especially when you see that i need it very (laughs) presumptuous statement so like at this point i'm just kind of thinking to myself like greg wants more than just oh i love looking at you so i feel like katie should have like obviously not responded that way but maybe said something like i don't know the typical bachelor speak of like i'm falling for you or i could really see us together at the end something like yeah that. so
0: and i don't know if this is the right place to talk about this or not but i guess i'll guess i'll go ahead and end because this is something that I did want to touch on is that and and you you've mentioned this before right about how right this like this is in a lot of ways like when you when you're on the bachelor or the bachelorette like it's it's a reality TV show so on a lot of levels you're essentially playing a game yeah right where uh, the objective and sort of the prize if you will uh is that well <laughs> instagram followers uh, <laughs> but if you get the grand prize you know it's it's getting engaged with a hundred thousand dollar ring and and maybe getting married and all that stuff and so it, it is it is a game and i don't think that katie has played it well particularly on stuff like this, and I don't know how you would necessarily go about this better, but I don't think she's really ever expressed to people, and and please correct me if I'm misremembering or, or not remembering something, but it seems like she has expressed her intentions to everyone but the actual guys. In terms, in terms of, so for example, the big one, her whole thing about only telling the the final guy that she loves him. Yeah, I don't and, think she said I don't, that to like, anyone else. I, no, she like she's told all their parents mm-hmm. now. She's said it in ITMs, but I don't think she's ever said that to them. And so, do do I disagree with that? No, like, not really. Like, I mean, I it's kind of weird to just be telling everybody you love them all the time. But right, this is this is a game and you do have to you do have to keep people invested and involved. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that she's been doing that well and I don't I don't know if they're like I suspect that there's this was potentially a component of why Michael A left like obviously the the big reason was that he needed to take care of his son but at the same time i think that this probably played into it because as uh, you you you've had you've had various people comment on this throughout about and this happened just after these moments you know in this episode as well where it's like the guys are like i don't like i don't know what the heck she's thinking
1: yeah they said she was tough to they
0: because she you know she doesn't she doesn't actually give them anything which again it's it's kind of weird to be analyzing things in these terms because it's like well you know she doesn't owe them anything who like who do they think they are but at the same time if you are trying to play this game well i think it is a component even even if you you're, you don't go as far as being like oh i love you at least at least say the th- say whatever is necessary to, to kind of express what you're feeling up to that point so that you keep people invested all right because i don't th- i don't and i'm sure you'll talk about later like what the internet is is feeling about all this stuff because it's it's fairly divisive But well, well, Greg is pretty whiny and angsty uh and I think that he if he was legitimately as invested as he said he was, I feel like I feel like you gotta be more direct, right He was very he he was complaining a lot, but he was doing a lot of skirting around things and particularly right why why can't you share with me especially when you see that I need it it's like just tell her specifically what you if she if she's like yeah. not not realizing or if she's like really holding back tell her what you need and then she either responds or she doesn't right because i think that she she would she tries to express that in, like, a way that she feels comfortable with. I mean, I think you saw that with when she was telling his family, right, that he was going to be there the next week. Right, and trying to express that sort of within her kind of code, I guess. So it was tough, but I think you had a lot of disconnect there between her and and a lot of the guys particularly as you got further and further on because i think that they were expecting an additional level of like verbal commitment or something from her to like reassure them. Yeah, they don't know
1: where they stand with her, which is hard. Exactly, right? And so you know,
0: people can and and we've you know, we've gotten on our soapbox plenty of times about how you know, oh, well like you know what you've signed up for like it's not a mystery like as a contestant you're gonna be going and you're gonna be simulating with dozens of other people right but at the same time i think that there is sort of that that balance of trying to trying to play the game properly so that you actually do get the outcome that you want and so i think that on a lot of levels she's played the game poorly and is therefore not getting the outcomes that she wanted
1: very interesting yeah
0: i don't know it's, i don't know if that makes sense
1: yeah i feel like in terms of like assigning blame if you even can in a situation like this i feel like she gets i don't know maybe like 30 35% of the blame here because of the way <laughs> she initially responded but yeah, I just think she was kind of dense. Yeah, it just—it was just miscommunication. And just trying to keep up like the facade of being the bachelorette, not revealing too much, but also leaving him hanging.
0: Well, guys, you heard it here first. Katie gets thirty to thirty-five percent of the blame for this situation.
1: Yeah, but the problem is, as we move on to the next day. Ah. <laughs> with- uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: this is a doozy so he i cringed i cringed so hard when this was about to happen because i knew where it was going
1: he anytime you see a contestant going to find the lead man you just know and he even says i don't know how this convo is going to go i'm like surely you know this is going to end badly so he goes to her room and sits down on katie's breakup couch (laughs) <laughs> Which is he's the third guy to get broken up or have something end on that couch this season? That's
0: right, right? Because it was Andrew, then Michael A, and then him. Oh, right? and also
1: Brendan. So actually, oh, that's Brendan. the fourth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Though technically, I guess the Andrew wasn't technically breakup. Yes, they were there, already. But it was broken also kind up. of, kind of like three and a half. Yeah.
1: Yep. He's. <laughs> I just. Uh, He told his family that she was the one, so he just starts with this whole spiel, and he said, when I said that to you, I felt like I was saying that to a stranger. You dismissed it, didn't feel it. (laughs) I mean, this was just a bad tone to start the whole thing off with. Perhaps? And then Katie finally tells him, I haven't told anyone here that I love you. I'm saving that for the end.
0: Which, again, goes back to kind of her not really playing the game well. Like, that's not something. And who knows if this would have helped anything if, be like, sort of near the beginning, or at least when the field was getting pared down a bit, if she had been like, hey, guys, look, this is how I feel like I need to on my journey which is reserved like i don't want to hurt people more than necessary so i'm going to reserve telling like saying i love you to whoever the like whoever the final guy is is the person like i'm not going to say i love you before that i don't know if that would have worked but i feel like that plays better at least Mm -hmm. than than telling him after all this stuff has gone down oh yeah but i'm I'm just saving, telling people that I love them until it's the final guy. Like, I feel like that's not really an effective firefighting tool, is yeah. going like retroactively saying, but really, the whole time I wasn't doing this for anybody. Because what does he need? Yeah, the
1: damage has already been done at that point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yes. Just slightly. Yeah, just a lot of, you know. You, know, you you did this, you did that, you know, you hurt me, yeah. it was surface level.
1: And Katie just keeps trying to apologize. Sorry, I didn't say more. And Greg's like, you weren't listening. I mean, he was so like, rude to her, I thought. Oh, just dang. the things he was saying. Gloves are coming off. Um, yeah. You weren't listening? And- How can you ask me what's wrong? Which I don't, I don't necessarily
0: disagree that she wasn't listening, but still. And I think, honestly, I think this all comes down to a miscommunication about what, like, what the rose means. Because I think in her mind, the rose means, oh, like, I am falling in love with you, or like, I love you or whatever. But in his mind, it's just like, oh, I just survive another week. Because he doesn't see, I guess, enough evidence in his mind. But I did, I, I wanted to bring up another thing here, which was, um, and it wasn't quite so much here. It was more a, l- a little bit later on when they were, like, in the shadows trying to avoid the video people or whatever. But, because Greg is the actor guy, right? Yes. Well... Uh, It was just kind of funny to me because uh, there's this set of acting exercises that's part of a wider sort of technique, and I don't know what training he's actually had, but basically uh, it's it's based on repeating things. And I was noticing that, and whether this was intentional or not, and a lot of what Greg was doing was sort of like step one to two of this sort of sc- school of thought where basically you're just repeating back what the person says to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's sort of, it's the, the point of it is to sort of build your awareness of the other person, but it's supposed to then continue on kind of further than that into actual like response and, reciprocation between the two people but he would do that a lot where he she would say something and then he would be, he would just like return it back exactly the same <laughs> of what of what she said uh, and i'm trying to uh, i'm trying to think of a specific example um but it, it was it was sort of along the lines of like oh i like i i don't like I. I'm like, I'm sorry that hurt you. You're sorry that hurt me. <laughs> like, like that, like that sort of thing. It was just very again. It, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but it was very like this, this acting exercise. And I was just like, oh my goodness, I don't know. I, hopefully, this isn't intentional. But it's it's if it yeah, I hope not. If it is intentional, it's incredibly rude. If it's non intentional, it's kind of immature. Yeah,
1: he's there's also like this disconnect with them of what he wants from her because he keeps saying that like she's not authentic never asked you to confess your love i just wanted katie but like what does that mean like it's i just i felt for her in this because like she keeps trying to give him what he wants but he's never satisfied with anything she says
0: i think that he's just really insecure
1: yeah that too
0: and so he has a very he has a very specific idea in his mind of how he thinks things should go uh and how he like wants things to go and he can't really cope very well when they don't yeah and at At least that's kind of what it seemed like to me
1: yeah and at some point they leave the hotel room and continue this argument outside um He also says you didn't understand what I needed. Um, Katie says she feels helpless, confused how one night could change everything. And that's the part that like, kind of really stuck out to me. It's like, if you say that you're really in love with this person and then like, one wrong response (laughs) means the end of everything. Like it must not have been that deep to start with.
0: Oh no! See, every relationship on The Bachelor and Bachelorette are so deep, so lasting. I know. I I, I guess, like I th- I I think it just keeps going back to the fact that they just were not communicating, and so he like she was, and I, I think sh- I think that she was being genuine but you can only do so much if you have no idea what's going on
1: <laughs> yeah I
0: mean. right cuz if you if all you know is kind of that oh you didn't res- you didn't respond in the right way in this moment right cuz yeah, at some point she's kind of realizing that it was like it was that one moment mm-hmm. from the night before uh if you don't like at, they're sort of right there like a, could be a million different ways to do something wrong and only one or two to do something right so it's like well really what are you gonna do in that situation uh
1: yeah they just keep going if back and forth yeah just going around in circles and he's going around in circles because
0: he won't he won't communicate that's what that's kind of what i why i also brought up the whole acting thing is because it's really you're not going to get anywhere if you don't communicate i don't i don't know if people realize this or not but generally speaking people are not mind readers and so If there's something that's important to you, perhaps you should just say it in a clear way so that the other person can respond to that, you know, or not respond to that, right? That's just—it has to do with humanity and where where people are at a given time. But there's a lot more chance of reacting positively or, you know, as— you know getting what he needs or whatever if if it's actually if like what he needs is actually put out there
1: well i mean he tried i guess he kept saying i just wanted something real and like implying that katie is not being real with him he's like who cares about the rose (laughs) so yeah
0: but i don't think that i don't think you can really expect her to be in that moment of high stress and just running around in circles, running around in circles. And I I don't think you can expect her to just be like, oh yeah, like here's the emotional support you need. I, I don't think that that's realistic.
1: No, and at this point, everything was just too far gone. Like they're just like going back and forth. Like there wasn't going to be a resolution. He even said at one point, something makes me sick. I'm so confused.
0: Yeah, that was something he said so many times. Even even later in the, the the evening, after she had left, he's just like pacing around, I'm so confused. I'm so, so, I'm so confused.
1: Yeah, oh, this is the point where they go outside and at this yeah. point, Katie's just sobbing, like, didn't see this happening. If you left, I was done, which is interesting, considering who Mm-mm. else has left. Giving you everything, um, you don't believe me losing my mind. And then Greg's response to this is, I deserve more than what I've been giving from your side or getting from your side. I'm not happy here anymore, I'm done here.
0: Which, which is contrasted to the night before where he's like,
1: I'm finally happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just comes off really <laughs> immature here. Mm hmm yeah just
0: a little Oop. bit. And he
1: uh walks away and that's the last we see of him. End scene. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <sighs> oh
1: man. So Katie goes uh. back to her room and is crying in the bathroom and eventually Caitlin comes in.
0: Which you should not have sent Caitlin for this task.
1: I don't know, I thought she <laughs> did fine like can you imagine if chris harrison was still hosting how Uh, terrible this would have been at least caitlin can be like a friend buck
0: up there kiddo Uh, Uh, so
1: yeah they talk for a bit and this is where we get the quote i want someone to book my flight home that we've been seeing in the previews all Mm -hmm. season
0: as uh yeah as you know, so just just a very classic sort of, uh, I want to say like, teen drama type thing where like one person is locked in a room crying, and one person is sitting outside the door talking to them through the door, trying to console them. <laughs>
1: yeah, she eventually lets her in, but mm-hmm. but it's it's all. Over. You know, until they show the previews where. Clearly, she's still there. there (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, though. There for how long?
1: I don't know, long enough for her family to be around.
0: Yeah, but. I mean, they were probably like, look. Uh, you signed a contract, yep. so you you legally at least have to be here for another, like, seven days. But we'll bring your family in, and then, like, if you aren't still okay after that point, then you can go home.
1: Yeah, it'll... Because
0: at least, at least, at least it won't have been quite as much of a disaster as Claire's season.
1: Hey, that supposedly ended in success.
0: Uh, according to whom...
1: According to the two engaged match threats from that season. Is Claire actually I thought they broke up. Yeah, but then they like got back together, I think. (laughs) She's still wearing the ring. (laughs) Unbelievable. I don't even I
0: I I can't even. (laughs) All right. It's just unbelievable.
1: So, like, from this point, it should be very interesting to see what happens, because, like, what happens to, like, fantasy suites? There's only two people left.
0: Yeah, and also, right, so we're, this is episode nine that we're recording right now. Typically, there would be another three episodes, right?
1: Uh, it's usually, like, 11, so we're, like, missing one episode.
0: Mm. Didn't we have 12 episodes with Matt season? maybe i don't yeah I we don't did. remember we had 12 episodes with matt season huh interesting yeah so we're i mean we're getting shortchanged here people yeah and also
1: how does she pick someone after this tumultuous ending how do you like accept a proposal from somebody after this just happened
0: look i don't claim to know what goes in and the like goes in on in the minds of bachelors and bachelorettes all right it's a far too stable or like unstable ecosystem for me to think about that deeply (laughs) yeah i did uh i got quite the kick out of uh the end tag uh which essentially played exactly like some sort of like Awards show, like in memoriam segment. <laughs> yeah, he didn't die. And he just like had all all this footage of Katie and Greg and like them smiling, you know, kissing in the rain, looking at fireworks. It was all like, yeah, it was a little <laughs> dramatic a little music, like, top. oh man, <laughs> yep. I didn't. I forgot. He died. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> So we could just leave things here. But I'm going to get on my soapbox for a little bit because there's just some there's been there's some stuff that's on my heart right now, Christy, which I wanted to talk about here today, which was that and I hate that I keep saying this. I really do. But Going on to the Bachelor, or the Bachelorette, or even Bachelor in Paradise, is not an adequate substitution for therapy. Okay? Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I get frustrated because I find as i watch this i'm just like why why did you come on this show you should you should never have been on this show you should just be off getting yourself right <laughs> because i so i say that in light of all of the greg stuff because he sort of seemed to be operating from a sort of perspective and this is just This is my own opinion. This is my speculation just based on the footage we've seen and everything. But it seemed like Greg was kind of operating from the perspective of treating a partner or a potential partner as a source of therapy. And I've seen that sort of (laughs) people in in my own life. Uh, over the years and it seems like it's a fairly common thing or at least not an uncommon occurrence to sort of be like oh i have this person who kind of has to be around me let me just unburden myself upon them which isn't particularly healthy because most of us are not equipped to handle that sort of thing (laughs) whatsoever and so uh while there are obviously barriers sometimes to getting therapy uh it's not really something that you should be putting on the shoulders of your partner which is not to say that like the pe- that the people in your life and particularly the person you're in a relationship with that they won't be a big boost to your mental health and be just helpful and supportive in that way. But I think that there is a distinction. And I'll bring up Michael here as a bit of a counterpoint because I feel like, at least based on what we saw, that was a much healthier way of handling things. Because as we all know, you know, he comes on the show. And I mean, it wasn't that long ago that his wife died. I mean, what 2019? Sometime in 2019, I think he was saying the beginning of 2019. Yeah, though. it was
1: like two years. So about the so, same amount of time as Greg's dad passed away. I think that was about two years as well. I think.
0: Yeah, I think maybe a little bit longer for Michael, perhaps. But but essentially, right? You still like this is a very big trauma. Mm-hmm in his life obviously and he comes in the show and he did let Katie kind of be part of his life you know he he told her those things uh she did have an opportunity to be supportive uh as he said uh at some point you know you know the whole process and i don't really understand how this could happen but you know good for him that like the do it like going through this process showed him you know that he could actually find somebody to love again which is kind of a big deal after losing a long-term spouse right but he didn't come in and expect her to kind of deal with things like for for him right he didn't go, he didn't go in and kind of be like these are my issues i need you to like fill the holes that i have you know in my <laughs> in, in my like personality and the stuff that i've been grieving you know some of that did happen i think as they became pretty close and and all of this different stuff but that wasn't something that he expected from her um and so hopefully this is making sense but it sort of felt like greg was kind of going in with a little bit of the expectation that that like she would fix him
1: yeah because he talked about um this was like the first time he had felt happy in like a couple of Mm -hmm. years and that was due to her so I guess when she didn't respond exactly how I wanted it was like everything came crashing down which like it wasn't her job to fill that. Right,
0: which again, it's not to say that that people in our lives can't have that effect on us, but it's not it's not sort of external people responsibility in our lives to fill that role for us particularly from the perspective of like making us sort of process through the difficulties that we have to process through right it's it's a wonderful thing that he actually seemed to have felt happy again for the first time since his father died like that's wonderful but again if you're if you're trying to Or if you're feeling that, like, this is only happening because of this other person, or that this this is something that you really need from them, it ends up being pretty unhealthy, I think. And so I think that's sort of where you saw the two of them uh, diverge in their behavior. You know, well, Michael did end up leaving the show, you know, I think that... He left in a much better place, <laughs> just just overall. But I think part of that was that he didn't have these expectations. Like he was sort of his own person with his own life and his own things that he had worked through and was working through, um, and he wanted her to be around for that and part of that, but he wasn't wanting her to drive that.
1: Yeah, it kind of seemed like the show was just kind of like fun for him. Like, this is a chance to get away. Maybe something good will happen, but at the end of the day, he's still fine. Like if Katie didn't pick him.
0: Yeah, right, where it seemed like, again, what do I know? Just about nothing. But it did seem like it was the opposite for Greg, where he came in and he was, like, in, like deeply wounded coming in because, right? he I mean, understandably so. Mm-hmm. He had all this trauma in his life. And then he becomes a little bit vulnerable, but sort of from a weird place, and then takes it very personally when she's not able to... Uh, be the therapist she needs him to be. Or he needs her to be, rather.
1: Yeah, probably is a, a big source of the disconnect there.
0: Yeah, so, I I don't know. It was just sad to see. I just sort of felt like I was watching another sort of scenario uh, like the Matt and his father scene where it's just like this th- like this person should not be on television and not because i don't like them or don't like like watching them but they have bigger issues <laughs> that they that they need to work through in some other you know private place
1: i feel like a lot of producers seek out people with tragic backstories to come on the show because it makes for like good tv supposedly so therefore you're going to end up with a lot of unresolved trauma on these shows
0: yeah i'm sure you're right uh i just i just hate that
1: yeah it's really unhealthy but
0: you know and like uh, like so many people have trauma of course But there is a difference between having experienced trauma and having dealt with it or, you know, sort of are dealing with it versus having had trauma and just kind of ignored it, which seemed kind of like what Greg's situation and potentially Matt, though, obviously with Matt there with the other person involved in that dynamic, there's kind of a Uh, an extra layer of complexity there in terms of resolving that stuff. But, yeah, it's it's not particularly healthy. Which is unfortunate.
1: Yeah, a bit of a downer to end the season on.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll see how they try to salvage things. Yeah, with one
1: episode left.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a weird Which, ending mean, I, to
1: this season. Just everything was all mixed up with the timing of when everything aired and the number of people at the end. It was just all weird.
0: Yeah, and what I would guess is that Katie's they like talk her up, talk her down from the wall, <laughs> you know, from the ledge, and get her to go through with things, and then she just like fine i'll pick somebody and have them propose to me uh i don't even know you justin blake just do
1: it yeah Uh, i don't give (laughs) a crap anymore yeah she's only got two options left and one of them isn't even really an option so that leaves blake i mean he might be a better person than blake (laughs) possibly but (laughs) well katie clearly seems more john to blake
0: i just i don't particularly like this is mean alert i just don't particularly like blake's face <laughs> 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 he's just kind of a strange looking dude he
1: his is skull, a, his
0: skull is a strange shape
1: is he has like a wide jaw maybe that's what you're noticing
0: it's i mean it's I don't know how he fits through doorways (laughs) with the jaw that wide. But, yeah, well, what you gonna do? I guess, unless there's anything else you wish to discuss, I can give the number of kisses. Let's hear it. The final total for this episode is 26. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep.
1: That's a lot higher than I thought it was yeah, going to be. Yeah,
0: go, she, she got off to a pretty strong start. I mean, I feel like she could have been up to like 35 if things hadn't been derailed so significantly.
1: Yeah, she missed out on some with Greg.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very pitiful season compared to last season. Yeah. But what's she going to do? That's
1: what happens when you have so many people eliminate themselves.
0: Mm hmm oh yeah <laughs> oh what a what a roller coaster do you care to give people our contact information
1: um our instagram is groupdatespodcast, podcast and our email is groupdatespod at com.
0: oh yeah Thank you, Christy. And as you all know, just reach out if we're terrible. Or really for any reason. We really enjoy hearing from people their, their hot takes. I know, I know that we are the go-to place for Bachelor Nation hot takes. And so we always enjoy hearing whatever hot takes our listeners have as well.
1: Yes. We love hearing what people think.
0: Oh yeah. Christy's all about the drama. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's what keeps her alive. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Uh we'll see how things go. Join us join us next week to see if they can salvage this explosively brain wrecky season's end here that we seem to be approaching
1: i don't have high hopes but (laughs) oh boy (laughs) we'll see
0: if christy doesn't have high hopes you know it's all over this has been group dates and hot takes a bachelor nation podcast i'm sampy
1: and i'm christy we'll talk to you next week